Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. It's that Friday feeling. Flobo Boys here, juggling so many projects. I My head is spinning. <laughs> the end of April has come, and I can't believe it because it just felt like we were celebrating 2021 just right last week. I like to say I'm moving and shaking, but I feel like the world is moving and shaking me. <laughs> Thanks so much for checking out New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. NewAmsterdam.com, that's K-N-E-W. Amsterdam.com and on social media at New Amsterdam on Instagram and at New underscore Amsterdam on Twitter. Um, so much good stuff happening this week. Last, yes, just yesterday, we released episode 100 in canon uh, for the show. It was kind of cool to listen to the questions I was asked about the show and the brand and myself and being able to respond to that. And I like the feedback I've gotten from that episode. Let me know. We can do more Q&As. It's about creativity. Or if you like the interviews, that's cool too. I can go either way. I'm super flexible. And much like my guest today, Christian Michael, flexibility is part of the game. You see, Christian Michael is a fashion designer and has a runway show that's not only getting his product and services out to the community, but helping to uplift that community as well. Just spoke with him just moments ago. Fantastic individual. You're in for a treat on this Friday, April 23rd, 2021. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Christian Michael on New Amsterdam Radio. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creative thinkers and doers. It is I, the mayor, Flobo Boys, hanging in the mayor's office with someone who's thinking and doing uh, fashion designer. I love the phrase. It rolls off the tongue. Christian, Michael, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. How are you? Well, I was doing okay, but when I get to connect with other creatives quite like yourself, it's a whole different vibe entirely. And uh, I got to ask someone who's into fashion, uh, how does that even work, man? How does someone get into fashion? Is it something you felt? Is it something you decided to go into education-wise? What was the deal? It's absolutely something I felt uh, and not something I went into education-wise. I you know, grew up as a boy drawing, was always very artistic. Um, a lot of my love of early fashion came from military uniforms, old Napoleonic and Victorian era, the last great era in military fashion. I, I would draw those as a boy and... Uh, I didn't even fall into fashion until later in life. You know, I'm a self-taught sewer. I never took a, a single class, didn't get any professional education in any way, shape or form, but continued with art through, you know, my teens and into my 20s. And in my late 20s, made a decision that I wanted to take on something new creatively. And I bought a sewing machine and I literally taught myself how to sew. It, it was quite the process. I read Oscar De La Renta's book and he started as a necktie designer. So I launched a brand of custom-made neckties while I was teaching myself how to sew so I could start building brand recognition. And then when I felt competent enough in my quality level and my ability to construct clothing, I started showing regionally across in all the different fashion weeks. And I've shown from Minneapolis to Des Moines to Omaha to Kansas City to Fayetteville to Houston, you know? So yeah. it's really just gone from there. So a lot of times people have a passion or a thing they want to try and they get kind of, you know, gun shy. I got my day job. I got my kids. I have everything else. But you went full bore into this. And I guess what was the one particular moment, the inside an incident in your case, that made you go, no, this is the path I need to take? 
Well, it was, you know, always something I had done on the side. I'm, I've worked that day job the entire time. You know, I've only just recently gone into this full time. So it was always a side and passion project that I was hustling. But I knew once I got in, I knew this is where I wanted to go. You know, I, I worked corporate America, you know, for almost 15 years. I did retail print advertising sales and then got a job at Hallmark in their corporate headquarters here in Kansas City, Missouri, and worked there for seven and a half years. And after almost 15 years in the cubicle, it was like, God, this isn't the end game for me at all. You know, I, 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 I can't, I'll, I'll, I will, it, it, it's not going to work. So yeah. um, I made an industry change and went full creative. I got a job with a manufacturer here in Kansas City and ran their CNC cutting machine for five or six years. And just recently, have, have decided to really chase after it full time. We've grown enough of a customer base and enough of a presence that I don't, I don't have to go back to a day job. You know, we're we're chasing fashion full time, man. Yeah, and was the the fashion community in the Midwest willing to accept new voices, or was there some kind of friction there because you came through a non traditional route of things? Yeah, it's tough because I'm a Midwest fashion designer, and people are like, you know, I, I've shown in some big cities, I've shown in New York, and I've shown in Canada, and things along those lines. And people are like, you're from where? And you can, <laughs> you can you can see it in their face. And it's not even entirely their fault. You know, it's Kansas City, Missouri. It's like not known as a fashion hub. But, but what I will say is there's a strong design community of artists in the Midwest. And there's a huge movement in Kansas City right now, especially for entrepreneurs in the arts. If you're into fashion or design or dance or music or creative art, whatever it may be, there's great opportunity here. And um we're, we're hitting the ground running, man. Things are things are going really well for us. Is there a right way or a wrong way to do what you do? Or is it kind of open to interpretation and expression? I think it depends. You know, it, there's a lot of designers that design for the love of design and will never necessarily make a full-time career out of it, you know. Uh, and then there are those of us that are in the business that's trying to sell clothes, you know. I'm, I love doing runway. I love doing runway events. And those premieres of those looks are you know, a way to get your design palette out in front of your patronage. But at the end of the day, is it a hobby or am I trying to make a living at it? You know, and I'm in the business yeah. of selling clothes. So it depends on who, who you are as an artist. And I think that's the beauty of art is you could be whoever you want as an artist. If, if art is your creative therapy and you do it for the love of art, then by God, do that. If, if you want to transition art into a business and make a living out of that, then chase it hard. Yeah. You have an event coming up, the Runway Review. You got to tell me about this. It's in two stages. It's happening in dope venues across town. What's that about? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's two two amazing events. So we're doing Runway Review, the Christian Michael Fashion Experience, which is the physical runway show on Saturday, May 8th. And if you're going to do an event, you might as well do a pre-party. So this weekend, <laughs> Saturday, April 24th, is the Audi Sport Club Runway Review. We're, we're really lucky that... We were able to partner with some amazing sponsors for these events, um, one of them being Audi of Shawnee Mission, the local Audi dealership here in Kansas City, Missouri. And then when they signed on, they're the premier sponsor for Sporting Kansas City, our national um, our professional soccer team. So yeah. we have an amazing, beautiful field out here at Sporting Park at Children's Mercy Park, home of Sporting Kansas City. And inside is the Audi Sport Club uh, and executive lounges. They literally look down onto the field and and. They have opened their doors up to us for our celebration party this Saturday. We're going to do a, a mini runway show. I'm going to have all seven of my designers show five of their looks as a collection preview to the full runway show you'll see on May 8th. 
But, uh, you know, we've got the thing fully catered and there's a full bar, appetizers and desserts. We've got a red carpet. There's about 250 tickets sold already. Yeah. We've got a couple couple Chiefs players coming, a couple of the Sporting Kansas City players coming, and a couple professional women's soccer league players coming. It's going to be a really big event for Kansas City. And actually, it's the first live fashion event done in Kansas City since, like, December of 2019, man. It's hard to believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the whole world shutting down and all that, look at that. It's quite a second. I'm just, I've never been to a fashion show or even a, a preview event. What can someone expect as far as like the ambiance, the programming, if you will? Absolutely. I mean, the biggest question I'm getting right now for people is, oh my God, what do I wear? You know, and <laughs> we've, we've set the attire as fashionable cocktail attire. You know, this is a party more than it is the runway show. We're trying to celebrate the kickoff and the return of fashion in Kansas City. So we want people to uh, be fashionable and be comfortable. But pretty much I'm telling all the girls, go pick your best little cocktail dress that you go out with your girlfriends to in the club. When was the last time you guys all got dressed up and went out to a club or went out to an event? And that's how you want to look. So um, as for what you can expect, you know, you're going to walk into the doors that the space is unbelievable. First off, we're providing free valet to every single patron. So Audi is bringing four cars out on display um, to, with their valet porters to run, free valet for for you as you arrive. So you'll pull into the UNB bank entrance, have your car valeted and be walked immediately inside of the elevators that say the Audi Sport Club. You hit the button and go up to the level. The uh, doors open and you'll walk and see my ticketing area. I've got three beautiful ladies that work VIP ticketing for me that will greet you at the door. You'll walk in and get a red carpet picture taken by our studio and fashion photographer. And from there, you'll hit the bar, get a cocktail, walk around and start to work the room, seeing all the different fabulous and wonderful people in town. 9 p.m., we're going to do that mini runway show that I talked about. So all seven of my designers will show five of their looks as a preview for the show and collection that they'll do on Saturday, May 8th. And then the doors close at 11 p.m. But we've got an amazing DJ that's going to play the entire time. There's more than enough space there for dancing, and we're going to encourage a lot of that. We've got executive suites that look down onto the field, and we're going to run the logo and a small video on the Jumbotron. It's going to be a really amazing event. Yeah, I've had guests on the show from Kansas City before, and uh, it looks like it's, it's from my outside perspective, it's one city split by a river and state lines. But the fact that you have both events on either side of Kansas City, Kansas, and Missouri is pretty cool. That is yeah. awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's great because you're literally right that the river cuts down the center of downtown, you know, so you've got Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas. And to be able to draw from that entire community and all their suburban areas, it's really it makes Kansas City unique, and I, I love where I live. It's one of the greatest cities in the world. It's cheap to live here. The people are great, and there's an amazing movement of art. What else could you ask for? <laughs> Let's talk vision. Yeah, uh, You mentioned that you have some of your designers showing off some of their looks as well. Uh, how do you go about selecting people to be part of your team? How much is it your vision versus collaborating with your, your, your constituents? Like, How does that work when it comes to making a collection? It's a lot, you know, so – Let's talk about that. You know, I'm a designer showing my newest collection and I've got 20 looks that I'm showing. On top of that, I'm producing the runway show. So I'm very lucky in that I've got an amazing executive board and team. And that includes everything from a backstage director to a director of modeling to a director of hair, a director of makeup, a director of marketing and director of social media. I've got a team of about a 15 executives that I selected when we essentially came up with the show concept and brought them all on board. Um, under the idea and concept that we were going to do a non-traditional runway event in Kansas City, hyper unique venues, showcasing some of the best talent across the Midwest. So um, from there, we 
we decided to hit the ground running. You know, it was uh, opening up a model casting call. Um, I put a call for all the designers out, but I, I walked into it knowing exactly who I wanted to feature from a designer standpoint. We're looking for some of the best names that are already established. A few of the up and comers that I saw were uh, uh, really going to be leaders in the industry. Um, so we brought all the design houses in. And once we got the executive team booked and we got our designer set in stone, I was able to secure the venue, our sponsorship. We were hit. We were ready to go. You know, um, it, it truly takes a village. And, and I could not do any of this without the team that I've got and the support of the designers I've got. And at the end of the day, the 136 models that we ended up casting for the show as well. You know, so this is a first time event for us. And, and though fashion and art is huge in Kansas City, we're all the people that I've just mentioned, the executive board, the models, the photographers, everyone who is working on the event has signed on because they believe in the event and, and they're not paid. You know, they're not salaried in staff. You're talking about close to uh, 136 models and 25 staff and, and then another 25 to 30 additional staff. So for them to be able to sign on to a first time event and put in the effort that they've got, I, I'm absolutely eternally grateful. And I'm encouraging all of them to make it as beneficial for them as possible, whether that's through individual promotion and using the events as a marketing platform and opportunity to talk about their own individual business, whether it's just simply portfolio building for them. You know, we're hoping to be able to create need and opportunity for everybody to make a little bit of money at the end of the day. You had said that you were working lockstep with all the people in your team. Are you more of a morning person? Are you like late nights? Do you not sleep? What What is your mix between work, life, downtime, all that stuff? I mean, I sleep, but, you know, <laughs> not a lot. I'm more of a six-hour-a-night kind of person. Um, I'm up early in the morning. I hit the ground running. Uh, you know, I split my time between uh, some nonprofit work as a program coordinator for a homeless shelter in, in Kansas City. Um, but a lot of the artists I work with are all night owls and things. And I'm, you know, a late into the night sewer as well. If I get home in the evening and I start sewing and I get on a roll, you really can't, you got to ride the wave when the wave is riding. And, uh, there are many times I look at my phone and it's two forty-five AM. It's like, okay, Christian, you need to go to bed. <laughs> right. Uh, you just mentioned that, that you work with a homeless, a local homeless center, shelter, and you said that there's a balance between being an artist and being a philanthropist. What's that like been for you? How you've been able to have one fuel the other, whether creatively or monetarily or what have you? I, it's a mix of both, you know, um, we're really excited with the show as well, because we're two partner, we're partnered with two great local nonprofits and organizations here in Kansas City. The first being rightfully sewn and they focus on um, a seamstress training program that takes, um, uh, you know, underprivileged urban youth and um, uh, immigrants that are coming into uh, the country without an opportunity um, and teaching the skills of sewing and helping them find entrepreneurial bases in Kansas City. It, it's really an amazing program. And the, the second one is the homeless shelter that I work with. It's called Hope Faith Homeless Assistance Campus downtown, and it's the largest homeless assistance campus in Kansas City. I'm a program coordinator down there and run a couple of different programs, including an art therapy program, a, a haircutting program. Uh, we've got a bus program down there that I've got a hand in. So there's, there's, there's a lot going on, and I'm a big believer in community service and involvement and at the same time using the platform you have if you have one to give back and we're excited to be partnered with those two charities we've got an amazing silent auction that's been up and running and open for bids on our website we're hoping to be able to cut two thousand dollar checks to each one of those charities that night from all of those donations it's it's good to give back and i'm uh I, i'm a big believer of it of that for anybody
Yeah. Any, any particular reason why this cause spoke the most to you as, as an artist? Well, rightfully so, and with their seamstress training program is obviously near and dear to my heart. Um, but the work I do with the homeless is absolutely something that is personal to me. I've had a lot of relationships in my life with folks that have experienced homelessness. Uh, and after I started volunteering, I really got the job down there because I've been volunteering there on a weekly basis for about the past year and a half. And the, the more I started to volunteer and the more I started to serve, it really struck home and struck a chord with me that this is something I want to do. You know, I, I have the time. I've got the drive and the desire. I f believe wholeheartedly in splitting my time between philanthropy and, and the fashion life. I know exactly who I want to be as a man. And, and um, the homeless shelter is really, if you've ever needed if you've ever needed grounding in your life or if you've ever needed a step back to say how lucky I truly am, volunteer with your community. Come down and serve at a homeless shelter, whether it's, you know, serving breakfast on a daily basis or working in our clothing exchange rooms or if you're a stylist working in our in our salons, whatever it can be to be involved, a food bank or a, a food giveaway. Um, get out and serve a little bit of time in your community and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Absolutely. It's 2021 and you're rocking and rolling. It seems Christian Michael Brand is doing big things. Where do you see yourself in the business? What does that look like? What does the, the next collection look like for you? What's on the plan? What's on the vision board? Man, it's crazy to think that I, I literally have the next 20 collections in my head already in my head. I've already started like our event is still two weeks away from the runway and I'm two weeks, I'm two looks into the next collection. So I know exactly what I'm doing for my next collection. We're going to do a safari chic line. I've got some beautiful fabric laid out and some great designs. We're going to go a little 50s and 60s safari expedition kind of look. I'm, I'm really excited about the new collection and the girl I'm designing for. I already love it. As for the runway show production side, I know what we're going to do next year's show as well. Um, we're changing venues. It's going to be something hyper unique and different. Uh, I still have a couple of details to sign out with the uh, – with the venue location. So I'm not going to totally release that yet, but I'm absolutely excited about the response that we've got this year and, and where the plan is for, for next time. The, the goal for the show series is to do this in Kansas city for the next five years. So okay. we're going to change venues every time and go with the, the concept and idea of a hyper unique, non-traditional runway setting for these types of shows. Uh, and it's just going to grow and get bigger each time. Anyone who's listening now that's uh, contemplating of making their passion into their career, any advice for that about resiliency, about working in their relationships, like any nuggets of wisdom? Yeah, no, I mean, people just need to be smart, trust their instincts, you know? Um, there's nothing wrong with chasing a passion on the side while you make a living. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, the majority of people have got to do that. There are very few of us that come into life and are financially set to the point where you can just dive wholeheartedly in because at the end of the day, you got to have money to make money. So uh, growing into it and chasing your passion without ever giving up and, and the ability to change with, with obstacles as they come is really the biggest key to being an entrepreneur. I think an entrepreneur wakes up every single morning and says, this is the problem at hand and how do I fix it? And that at the end of the day is really the, the start of business. Christian Michael, thanks so much for being on the show, New Amsterdam Radio. But we have to tell you, everyone listening right now, the Runway Review Kansas City, RunwayReviewKC.com. Uh, again, it's going to be a crazy event, but if anyone wanted more information about you, the brand of the show, how they go about doing that? Yeah, you're, you listed it exactly right. www.RunwayReviewKC.com. The personal brand is ChristianMichael.com. It's spelled M-I-C-H-E-A-L, but if you can't find it, just Google it. It'll come right up. 
Um, all of our information on both events tonight or on Saturday, April 24th at the Audi Sport Players Club at Children's Mercy Park are on along with tickets. And for Saturday, May 8th uh, at the Laredo here in Kansas City, tickets available, all information, the list of designers that we've got showing, all the people we've got participated in the way of sponsors and vendors. We hope you guys can vend us and join us. They're going to be the biggest events in Kansas City this year, I promise. I can't wait to see the photos and videos from that event for sure. Absolutely. I'm excited. It's, we've got some of the best designers and the runway show is completely different. We're doing European style, which means it's on the floor and the venue I have is huge. So we're going to walk models in and out of rooms and up and down stairwells. We're calling it full immersion fashion with our patrons spread out across the entire venue. It's going to be awesome. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs>